2: Thank you. Progressive
1: Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
2: Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, please make a friendly donation to the show. You can hit on my PayPal account or my Cash App and there will be giveaways. So stay tuned and enjoy the condo. what up what up it's your boy darren G. You're listening to another great episode of the darren green show how you guys been there's a lot to talk about today just getting ready just finally getting into the studio to give you a good podcast for today it took every life of me not to lose it child because this entire week has just been whew, just going to class for two hours and having to deal with you know stories that i potentially want to talk about but just getting pushed by hours that be, and we'll get into that later. This week is all right. Really want to bring my microphone up to the campus. Like, if I'm not getting a roommate, like I'm really gonna bring my microphone up into the campus so I can just record at my own comfort of my place. Because getting into the studio, it is very difficult. Like, so we're supposed to be having a meeting so that I can, you know, get a key for the studio. Cause I'm tired of always going back downstairs, waiting for someone to bring me here with the key. I mean like, how don't this make me a king and let this be done cuz I'm so sick of it. But anyway, but I couldn't dwell on that. We're just going to get right into it today. Um there's a lot of there's a lot of topics to talk about, you know. I wanted to start, oh well, you know, just before we get into the hot topics, I just want to talk about, you know, stuff that I'm doing. Check on my YouTube. My YouTube, Darren Green. You'll know it. You know, you'll see I made a new banner and a new profile picture. It looks so great. Like, well, it's not like the best, but it is like doable for me. And I think that I like the background and I like the uh, ensemble of it all together. It looks really like a nice little cute little YouTube show that I'm going to start in the summer. So just check it out if you ever have the chance, you know, or you could listen to some of the podcasts on YouTube because I do post my podcast on YouTube. But it's not a video, it's an audio format, obviously, but we'll get to the video soon. But anyway, let's get into these hot topics. So, I wanted to talk about my girl, Nicki Minaj, and I have not been talking about her for a minute on the podcast, because, well, I haven't done, like, real stories, like, i mentioned her names and stuff like that, but I haven't done, like, real stories, because i wanted to get out of talking about her too much, because, like, I'm a fan, and people going to think I'm biased and stuff like that. But I got to talk about it, because she made records, what she made, uh, she trended. Okay, kind of, sort of. So, let's talk about her return to Queen Radio. I'm here for it. So, this is what I got from the Queen Radio story. Well, Queen Radio segment or whatever you would have called that episode. So, Nicki and Drake separation has been confirmed. She's taking more jabs at Meek. And she's working on her fifth album. That is the, the main thing that I'm worried about right now is she's literally working on the fifth thing thing, like she said, the fifth thing thing. And I'm like, she's dropping every, like, she's dropping um, freestyles every week until that fifth album comes out. So I'm like, oh my goodness, like, so we really about to get all this music, and then we're gonna get an album. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not skeptical, but it's just, it's very soon, you know. Like, I don't get me confused. Like, I'd die for some more music from Mickey. Don't get me confused, but. It's just, you know, another album. Like, you sure you want want wait? Like, I feel like it's very soon. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think that the album's going to be great. Hopefully better than Queen. Not trying to say that I don't like Queen. I love Queen, but Queen is just... It, like, to be honest, it just... It was good, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like Pink Print. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't like Roman Reloaded. You get what I'm saying? It didn't have that stamina. It just... It, it, it was good. It had a couple bops. A bops that I liked, but it just wasn't... What we all wanted it to be, and maybe, maybe I'm just talking about sales, because you barbs have not been buying. I don't, and I don't get, I don't even get that. People was talking about that on YouTube. It was like, you know, her fans do not buy her music, but they want to rep her to the, to the fullest. I'm like, you know what? They got a point. That don't make no sense. When I let me say something, I've been a fan of Nicki Minaj since I was in the sixth grade. I had to been around 13 14. And I was still able to, to I was still managed to but to convince my parents that, hey, can you get this album for me? I understand if you're a child and you don't have like money or anything like that, but you can definitely ask your parents or something like, come on, y'all over here, you know, coming at other people, you know, oh my God, like this, that, and 3rd I'm like, are you buying her album? Come on. And this, we need to keep that energy. Like this, this new go around, this new album that she says she's going to come out with, I... Really challenge every barb to buy this album. My own best friend didn't even. Well, I don't mean to put her on the spot, but she didn't even buy nothing. Like she been listening to it on YouTube. I'm like, what? What are you contributing, sis? I I just don't understand it. But anyway, so she dropped the two dis. Uh, I said diss tracks. She dropped the two songs that day. Um, it was Meek Mill's "Going Bad," and then Lil Baby and Gunna's uh, "Drip." Drip too hard. And hers was Barbie Gone Bad and Barbie Drip or something like that. And Barbie Drip was all right. It was a nice little bop, nice little melody. You know, she's always singing. That girl's always singing. I mean, it was cool. But I really, really, really liked um, Barbie Gone Bad because that really just showed us. And here was what the conspiracy theorists are saying. The part where she was like, my, my old boy and brother tried to end me, dog." They were saying that Drake had people, you know, the whole situation with the Takashi Six um, Nine video shoot being shot up. They said that, you know, speculation saying that it was Drake's people, and that you know, Nikki just probably just it was collateral damage for Nikki because you know they kind of shot at her her dressing room. So I'm like, dang, you really out here doing that to your sis like that? Y'all was brothers and sisters, and y'all was cool, and now you done switched up on Nikki. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, and it's something me and my best friend both talked about. We was like, you know, it's really sad because they really was cool, and, they, and we know we always, they always get to have like rocky relationships and stuff like that. Like when I know the most recent one before this one was when Meek and Drake were beefing. It kind of made a rift between Nikki and Drake because you know it felt like you know he couldn't really talk to her because she was with Meek. But now I feel like this is going. This is this is it. Like, I don't think they would ever get back. I don't think that he would ever want her back in good graces. And you over here working with people that she don't mess with. And maybe, yeah, she working she work with people that you ain't messing with. Like, she did a song with Kanye. Well, maybe y'all doing tit for tat, and hopefully y'all can get back together. But I I don't foresee this. I think this this cut is too deep because it's, it's to the point where people are getting hurt, okay? People are getting shot up, allegedly. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like she, she really is coming back to old Nikki, and that's what she said in her song too, she was like, oh, y'all want the old Nikki, y'all want the, and I feel like I'm really getting this vibe, and I'm not trying to just sit there and just be a barb, and say that, you know, she's, oh yeah, she's just, you know, just kissing her behind, but no, like, I really feel like she's coming back, and she's coming back strong, in the way I want her to, so, you know, I think that this is good for her. Um, One other thing that I want to talk about was, uh Let me look at this Because you know, I'm looking at my notes These, these were actually old ones. She brought out Soldier Boy To the um, To Queen Radio And what I thought was very interesting Was when she said that You know When you sit there and say I had the biggest comeback Or I'm the king of this Or I'm like you know I started a lot of these rappers You know made YouTube rappers brandable and made them here, then you are you are the man, you are Soldier Boy, this and the third. But when I say that, then I'm like an angry black woman that's bitter and mad that and that's and you know, in retrospect, Soldier Boy had agreed and I was like, exactly, that's just like but my thing is this, and let me just say this very loosely, child. The thing about it is though, y'all wanna sit there and call Nicki Minaj an angry black woman for defending herself. But y'all don't want to call Cardi a crazy Hispanic for stalking people and being, you know, and stopping bags apparently. But we'll get into that later. But one thing I would, since I brought up Cardi's name, I liked how Nicki, like, you know, avoided any Cardi subliminals. Because, you know, one of the questions that the fans had asked, like, what do you feel about these rappers taking Vegas residencies and stuff like that? And she was like, mm, we're going to keep it classy. I'm not going to talk about that. I don't need the, the stalking to start again because she's been very much stalking. And Nikki had the nerve to try to troll us, too. Y'all heard. When she tried to sit there and act like she, when she said, I'm pregnant. I'm like, what? When I, tell you my, when I tell you I had a heart attack for a second, like I had a heart attack. And I was like, whoa. What is going on? But anyway, since we're talking about Cardi B, so now the news came out, and this was via the neighborhood talk, which is on Instagram, saying that Cardi B followed Ra Lee. This was brought to our attention, like I said, through the neighborhood talk, and, you know, Ra made a comment. And in that comment, she basically said, like, you know, stop stop coming for me. Like, people are coming for me. Obviously, we don't talk and she tried to cut my deal from Fashion Nova because I don't know if you knew this, but Ra Ali actually had a Fashion Nova deal, but Cardi took it down because apparently, you know, because of that fight at Harper's Bazaar. If you want to be, if you want to get it popping, they did get into a physical altercation, and it looks like Ra bested Cardi's. So and so subsequently, she was like, okay, let me stop your bag, and then. There's this, um also she's been alleged stopping rapper Summer Bunny's Bag. Now Summer Bunny was the girl that came out and exposed herself of having an affair with offset. Ever since then, the industry kinda like turned her down, like turned um she haven't had she hasn't been getting getting any offers. And basically she's blaming it on Cardi. Her Instagram was getting shut down. And she tried to t- uh, do a tell-all interview to say that, yo, Cardi's really trying to block me. She's really trying to stop my bag and stuff like that. And the girl done blocked that dang radio segment, which I don't understand. How are they going to let a radio segment get blocked by an artist, like one singular artist? So anyway, she finally was able to get an unofficial Instagram page. And even when she made the unofficial Instagram page, Cardi was still on her page looking at her stories And following her just to see what she's talking about. I'm like, at this point, yo, you stalking right now. Like, you really... Like, my thing is this. Like, every time I give Cardi an inch, let me just tell you something. I separate the music from from personality. Since y'all want to sit there and say that with R. Kelly, I'm going to say it with Cardi. Like, I'm going to still listen to her music and stuff like that. Her music is still dope. But at the end of the day, she got a crazy-ass mentality. And she's freaking... She's stalkish. And how are you over here? Like, why are you worried about her? Like, my thing is this. I know what she did, or what she alluded to, because we don't even know if that's even all true. But the thing about it is, though, you gotta let God handle that. Like, hey, let, I mean, come on, I know you're trying to, you know, stop her bag because you know she tried to what she did. She, yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. But my thing is, at this point, though, um, I would say for some Summer Bunny and Raleigh, cause, Raleigh, cause I, that's really weird to me that Cardi would follow Rado after. We get into an altercation, I best you and then you follow me. No, I know what you're doing. You're trying to you're trying to get my locations so that you can bring your goons up to jump me. At this point I think them two, they need to block her. Because she's getting to the point where it's like, oh she over there, oh we're gonna meet her right here, we just gonna beat her ass. Uh uh-uh, uh, child, that's why Nikki blocked her. That's why that's why when they got into a little first little issue, she blocked her and they had just happened to be in the Harper's Bizarre situation where it happened. But no, at this point y'all need to start blocking. Mm-mm. ain't no way in the world now, I can understand cardi's frustration towards summer bunny, like I said, I don't know you have a whole child to worry about you like you the thing the thing I have issues with cardi, not issues but I'm just so confused is that you literally have so much on your plate. you get what I'm saying like you're doing so much as a person which you're is deserved. you deserve this, you have a child, you have all this stuff. How do you have time to like rant and rave on? social media stalk people's pages stop people's bags and you accuse nikki of stopping your bag but you've been doing the same thing y'all you it's the pot calling the kettle black i can't with that like unless you're not doing that stuff you should not be coming for no one else doing it just because she, she was trying to do it to you that's the thing no that's not how it works and, and girl bye and to be honest like it because it's just it, it just comes to the point where it's like okay girl You keep on doing this any longer, like, people are going to start doing the same thing. And this is what I've been saying. People don't want to believe me. They're going to start doing the same thing that they're doing to Nikki right now. They're going to start looking at you like you're the bad guy. And you're trying to stop people's bags. And then you're not going to be a likable person like you are. And once that slows up, child, once people start doing that, then the money slow up. And that's what you don't want. Anyway, let's just move on. I'm really upset, though. I'm really upset because... This topic has developed. So the Justice Smollett situation now. People with big platforms are now saying that the situation is a hoax. Now I watched a lot of I watched a lot of YouTube videos and listened to a lot of podcasts. Well, after we got the full news from Justice Smollett's attack, we there were some things that was just a little bit inconsistent. We're told that he had broke his ribs, but he denied it in the performance. And it looks suspicious that a man threw bleach at him on one of the coldest nights in Chicago. So it's kind of hard to believe that the fact that he called the cops 40 minutes after the situation and he talked to his manager first and then he called the cops and then he kept the noose around his neck like I get that you keep the noose around to, you know, for evidence if someone's, you know, fingerprints or something was on it. But to keep it around your neck, though, it just seems a little bizarre. Like it looks, seems a little staged. You get what I'm saying? But some, per- one person did tell me in the newsroom that, you know, have you ever had a noose around your neck? Like some people will freeze. Like it, it just. Let me just say something. If someone put a noose around my neck and then I'm taking that shit off, like uh uh-uh. uh I guess everybody's different. The story is just a little bit bizarre. It's just, you know, it just doesn't... It, I mean, and the thing about it is, though, let me just say this before anything. I'm not saying that these type of situations do not happen, because it does. However, it's just it's just a, a little bit of inconsistency with the story. Because we found out that his ribs broke, but his ribs wasn't broke. We've seen a picture of him FaceTiming Lee Daniels with, like, one little scar on his face. Now they beat him to a pulp, and if that's you know the case, he should have been bruised a little bit more. And then the fact that Lee Daniels deleted that post—it I mean, just looks. Eh. And let me just tell you, so there has been rumors circulating, and basically there's a couple of alternate situations that possibly could have happened. And one of the most famous ones are he got into a bar- he got into an embarrassing fight. And he pulled a race card. The other one was there was some expensive jewelry that he was wearing that was stolen, and he called his manager to figure out what to do. And his manager and people told him to fake a a altercation where you got jumped or something like that, so you can get insurance of the jewelry because people really I mean people speculated that with with Safari, but um the most common one and this was really is the most like people on reddit was saying it people on instagram people on youtube podcasts. they were saying it most common theory was that he had a da appointment if you don't know what that is Shout it is a booty call because i mean it makes sense too two o'clock in the morning like you know you get you on grinder you looking for you know a little hookup and it went wrong you know because sometimes you can't trust everybody on those sites and i would say that like do not like Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that have gotten attacked because there's this fetish thing of, you know, meeting someone for sex, but then actually physically harming them. It's to get on. People have all types of fetishes. And that's what could have happened to him. And he doesn't want to let that out because it's embarrassing, I guess. And the one that's the worst one in which I'm going to put a heavy allege on is that he was trying to allegedly see a underage boy. And it was a setup to attack him and that's what happened and he wants to hide it because that's incrimin that's definitely incriminating to him and to his character and I'm I'm putting this with a heavy allege because we do not know any of these uh particular circumstances all I'm going to say is he needs to go to an interview and explain everything that's all I, that's that's all <laughs> Um, I listened to one one podcast. I will say in particular, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and this is really what he had to say. believe Hollywood.
1: I don't believe actors. I don't believe police. And I don't believe the government. And all of those
2: entities are here. Yeah. <laughs> and they're loud. <laughs> they're very. i am being honest. Be honest. i am be honest. That's yeah. how that, that's how I feel. So pardon yeah. me. Pardon me if, if, if my third eye is a little attentive. I don't want to be insensitive to anybody who has ever been a victim of a hate crime. Please.
1: Absolutely.
2: Please no. Absolutely. Please no. And I want to be sensitive to him because he was attacked, period. Yeah. So, it's like, well, he, his whole thing was, and he also said something else, too, that really got to me. It was, we're in an era today where emotions are manipulated by the powers that be. And that is the media. The media definitely... Put a, capitalized on this story, and it appears to have holes in it. So it's like, do we trust the media? Is that's what I got from the conversation that he was having on the podcast. it It seems like you know we can't always believe what we see, and you know, like I said, this is his story. I mean, if he wants, if look, he's obviously. Do I feel that Jesse smeller got attacked? I definitely feel like he got one hundred percent attacked that is that is apparent, but do I feel like this is a hate crime? That's the real question and calling it a hate crime I don't know i, I it just looks it, it's too bizarre to me it's too and this is all speculation I'm not gonna dwell on this too long, but I'm just gonna say this you know this stuff kind of this stuff does happen you know discrimination hate crimes that it, it it does happen I'm a victim of Street harassment. I haven't I haven't got attacked or anything like that, but it was definitely street harassment in that bracket. So I understand, you know, what it you know what it is, but it's just to the it's it's come, it just comes to the point where, you know, you are bundled up. No one knew who you were, and my thing is, like I said last, I think last episode, not to say that he's like you know noticeably gay, but you know we don't. See that on him, so you know calling it a hate crime. I mean, like they had to really like look at him and be like, oh, that's the dude from Empire. Like I'm just, this is all speculations, and like I said, I don't want to dwell on this, but I do want to say this. Jesse, you need to go on an interview. You need to go on David Letterman. I said David Letterman. You need to go on the View. You need to go on. You go on the Joe Budden podcast. Go on something and talk about this thoroughly because people are looking at you sideways. Now, I feel like this would never really... Oh, and another thing that Joe Budden brought up, too, in the beginning, when he was talking about how he got into an altercation with seven other dudes and they jumped him and his people told him to make up a story. So, it's very common for celebrities to do that type of thing. So, you know, I'm just throwing that throwing that little wrench out there for you guys to, you know. So, at the end of the day, just, have, just talk, just say something. Because what you said at that little performance wasn't enough. Because you just said, okay. bint.co. Hey, the ribs. You know, the ribs ain't there. My ribs ain't broke. It was all right. Um, you know, I fought the F out and I'm the gay Tupac. Like, what? I need details. Like, <laughs> I need some a little bit more, a little bit more. Because now, since you said your ribs wasn't broke, so wh- where did that come from? Why don't you explain that, boy? Going sixty minutes. Okay, do something. Anyway, let's just change the subject because this is just. Going in a circle. I wanted to make this a who child, but this is too serious to be a who child. So Twenty One Savage was arrested by ICE. The blast reports twenty one Savage was arrested last Sunday morning by US immigration and customs enforcement over an issue with his immigration status, but we're told that the rapper believes it was misunder it was a misunderstanding. A source close to 21 tells The Blast his lawyers are working to clear up the issue, calling it a misunderstanding. Sources say legal team has been trying to clear up this for months. You know, his um, it has to do with his validity of the paperwork when he entered this country. Well, I said that he was taken into custody as an unlawful present. He was saying that he was unlawfully present in the U.S. and also was was a convicted felon. 21 Savage initially entered the U.S. legally July in 2005, but subsequently failed to depart under the terms of his uh, non-immigrant visa. So he's, and then they said he was from the U.K. You know, we all we all knew he was. We all thought, excuse me, we all thought that he was from Atlanta, but you know, things come out. And we actually seen interviews with his mom. His mom has the accent. So, I'm like, what? Because at first I was like, oh, no, that's not right. They're just getting anybody in there. But, no, he really is. Like, I was like, dang. And then, now, the most recent news is that 21 believes that Ice was targeting him because of his recent song, A Lot. And in that song, it says, been through some things, so I can't imagine my kids stuck at the border. Flint still need water. People was innocent couldn't get lawyers now he performed that on the tonight show with jimmy fallon and it was like days after that that's when he was arrested and took it into the detention center now they also said that he's been put in max and that he's not being treated like he's not being treated um like they were regularly would a celebrity so i'm like what and also, one other thing, well, no, we ain't gonna get into that but that's that's a little later, but I just want to say this ice really you know trump and i I read this article on the Atlantic, and it really said the headline it just explains itself like Trump is really radicalizing ice like <laughs> he's making it like, yo, get these people out like if they look suspicious if they if they look at they look at their papers, they look we need to get these people out i'm like oh my goodness like this do i feel like it's unlawfully well it's it's kind of weird with me because it's like you really you didn't do your paperwork and you didn't do which your due diligence to be considered a citizen here so it's kind of hard to you know and if you put yourself in that limelight and talk about people I definitely believe that they probably got mad at that lyric that you made and they made and made them want to look you up. I definitely feel like that, but you know, always just have make sure your stuff is together before you, you know, get into talking about people or getting into talking about like, you know, the powers that be. <laughs> anyway, um it also made a lot of memes too, like, and it got shut down too, like that. that you know, this, the meme, this whole meme culture. Every time something serious or something you know bad happens, people always want to make a meme out of it. And that meme, look, let me tell you something. Debbie tried this sharing a meme, and it said like one of my funniest, the funniest memes of the super bowl was the is the 21 savage ones i'm like girl if you don't get out of here and let me tell you something rappers and freaking black twitter was flame broiling this girl i'm like it's so bad she had to leave twitter she gonna delete her dang twitter because i'm like girl you guys like, come on down you know i mean look a lot of people was making memes about an episode. That was our whole plight. Like, I, she was like, "No, nah, I'm not the only one." And y'all just gonna come for me, come for me, being a, calling me a crackhead because I was coming for him. Like, yeah, girl. My thing is this: you have a right to say whatever you want, but be uh, definitely be cautious of the consequences. That's all I got to say about that. And you know. This is not even just a white thing. Because at first I thought, oh, because she's a white woman, you know, don't joke around with our people. But no, I mean, just recently Chris Brown made a meme too. Like he made, he posted a video, it's like a little funny video of a voiceover of 21 Savage uh, rapping. And there's some British rapper rapping. It was an offset Offset was like, oh no no no, this is corny. Like you know, delete this shit. And basically, they got back and forth. They was coming They 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 re- They're actually arguing right now. So I, I'm not gonna keep up with all that. But they was really bombing on each other. Like I was like, child, they over here. I'm like, but y'all ain't gonna fight them. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop because they probably would. Anyway, yeah, just stop with the memes. I'm so tired of this meme culture because it's getting to the point where it's like, okay we're talking about real serious issues right now and y'all just making fun y'all making fun of it and i know you know laughter is the biggest joy it's it, it can stop a lot of um sadness or something like that or whatever you want to call it but no at this point this is we need to be up in arms and you know get 21 savage out and i not commend jay-z for um getting him a lawyer or an attorney for you know to try to get him out and Getting him back on the street, because this, this, if we really think about this, okay, yeah, it's funny to me, ha-ha, but it's really like he's separated from his son, so it's, like, bad. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, like, it's just, like, it's, at the end of the day, like, you got to put yourself in his shoes, though. If you were separated from your child, like, how would you feel? This is not a funny matter. Like, we need to, and the fact that he's not getting any special treatment and they putting him, allegedly they putting him in max, I'm like, oh, God, that is not fair. Act like he a goddamn animal. But let me just tell you someone said this on on uh Instagram. They were like they was like it took a dang black man for people to realize that Ice is really out here doing the most. I'm like, yeah, cuz now people are like, "Oh my god, Ice this, Ice that." Like, yeah. They always have. They just haven't got your culture yet. They haven't got your people yet. I'm telling you, child, Ice, child. And we got people saying that Trump is trying to, you know, make America white again because, you know, he's influencing the ice to get, you know, certain people that don't belong here out. Like, that's crazy. Well, I feel bad for you, 21 Savage. Come on back. They need to get him. They need to free him. Okay. Now, one other thing I want to talk about. Just a little bit of quick news. Super Bowl was trash. I think that's it for the quick news. Yeah, Super Bowl was really trash. Did y'all see that Adam Levine halftime show? I was so not feeling it. That was the... You know what? This year's Super Bowl had the lowest ratings in 10 years. I believe it because this was the least talked about. Ain't nobody was talking about this. I mean, I feel like the other stuff that I was talking about kind of overshadowed the Super Bowl. And it's sad, too, because they had a tribute to the uh, Spongebob Bubble Bowl episode, you know, because the writer of Spongebob had died. And it would have been really good that, you know, everybody watched. It was like, oh, my God, my childhood again, you know, SpongeBob. But anybody was watching that. And when I seen the halftime show, I'm like, y'all thought y'all could just slap these people to slap Travis Scott to something that you thought was going to be good? Oh, no, child. Adam Levine, it was just a whole lot of mayonnaise. It was just, it was, I I said, is his name Adam Levine or is it Maroon? Because I'm, I, I'm confused. Anyway. It was just it didn't had the choir because my thing is if Cardi wasn't gonna be on there they, he shouldn't have sung girls like you because you had the choir up there I'm like oh child now he trying to he trying to be he trying to be to reach out to other cultures and stuff like that with the dang black choir I'm like boy if you don't get out of here no we're not feeling it. I was not feeling that and I couldn't even I didn't even finish it because it that thing was like 13 minutes I went I got to all the way to ten not even 10 I got up to like seven minutes. After Travis Scott like did his one little song, I was like, oh, okay, bye, <laughs> see you later. That was it. And then who won? I don't. Even, I think the Patriots won. I don't even know. <laughs> because you know I'm not really a football person, so I don't know. Um, yeah, wasn't a good Super Bowl this year. Probably not going to be. Y'all need to sit there and hire or get Colin Kaepernick back on the team, and then maybe your ratings will go back up. But right now, you ain't gonna get nothing from us. <laughs> and we'll go right into reality check. No Housewives this week. No housewives because of the goddamn Super Bowl. But we've seen the midterm um, season trailer, and when I tell you this, got I like my best friend sent me this, and you can check this out on the TDGS official page on Instagram because I just posted it. That. Shit, was lit. When I tell you it got to, it went from zero to one hundred. And for all the people that are saying, "Oh, this Housewives, yeah, it's it's corny this season, it's corny this season," I'mma just y'all better watch the end of this shit because Nene's supposed to be getting into a physical altercation with Marlo. And from what I seen, and me and my best friend clashed on this. I said, you know, Nene's going through a lot, so if she's acting like an asshole to them i kind of understand because okay you're dealing with people outside you're trying to over here do your comedy career and then the, the little situation happened when you call somebody hope someone got raped by the uber driver situation happened and then you know you did that and then you know people are coming for you you and lisa vanderpump like other people of other housewife shows are coming for you and then your husband has cancer and he's Messing with you, you get what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like a ticking time bomb. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't like people that sit there and, you know, have a bad day or something bad happens to them and they take it out on everybody else. I don't like that. But at the end of the day, like, Nini is just cannot win nowhere. Like, she really is dealing with a whole lot of stress. So for Marlo to sit there and be like, okay, we get it. Like, we, we, like, you, you, you make it about your situation all the time. I'm like, well, you're not going through it. I'm sorry. And I love that wig, too, that Nene had. It was giving me old season 10 Nene vibes. Because I'm like, Nene done came all the way back out. Now, what else I wanted to say? Eva. I'm like, what's going on with Eva? I'm like, you broke? <laughs> Hopefully you get this dang uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta check by the end of the season. But I'm like, dang, you're not know, good at that. Spending all them Berkleys and Fendies and all of them type things. That's why you broke. Because you're spending all, some dang flip flops for, what, $6,000? You got me hella chopping my mind a flip flop for those dang six hundred dollars excuse me. Now, I really can't wait for this reunion because I feel like it's going to be a fire starter. But when you look at it, Marlo and Nene was partying at Andy Cohen's baby shower. And by the way, Andy Cohen had a boy. Congrats, Andy. um They seem like they're cool now, so I don't think they're going to get into nothing. But hopefully, you know, we get some arguments from Portia and Gandy or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens in this reunion. But Love It My Miami my finally came on. I was two episodes behind. And I'm not going to talk about both episodes. I'm just going to talk about what was most important about them. The whole situation with Bobby and Prince had me and my best friend in a dang tizzy. Now, our best friend thinks that they both are in a secret relationship. I personally feel like Bobby just wants Prince. And Prince is really not that way. And I really feel like Prince is really trying to be his friend. Because, you know, I feel like and he even explained that he was like, you know, us being cool and friends like that breaks a lot of barriers. Like, you know, the common misconception that straight men and gay men don't get along or it can't be friends or anything like that. Like it. So it is something that I would like to see, you know, them be good and be good friends and be good to each other. But obviously, you know, I think Bobby is just a little bit. Dramatic in certain instances because what initially it happened it was a strip well i'm not gonna call it a stripper It was a girl that was sitting there you know in their little space and she was like he was like get the hell out you over here trying to cheat this that i'm like first of all i know that's your friend and, and, and whatnot but if your friend is if that's your friend and he wants to sit there and talk to a girl. Let him talk to a girl. You just look crazy. It just looks like... Like, I can't wait till this gets addressed on the reunion. Like, it just looks like you're trying to get him. You get what I'm saying? You look like you're the aggressor that's, you know... Yeah, like, I want him to myself. That's what it looks like. My best friend thinks that they're both secretly in a relationship. I don't believe that. I mean, it. it it's... It, I don't get the vibe... I, I, I don't know. I just don't get the vibes from, from Prince. I, I just don't. One other thing that I want to talk about. What is up with Trina and her dang... Her dang uh, anger management. Like, she is going off the worth with people. I'm like, what is going on? First, it was her manager. Well, not, No, her assistant. And then it was Bobby because Bobby ended up wanting, wanting to um, sign to someone else. I'm like, yeah, you're taking too long. And we just found out that Bobby's actually 28 years old. So, he is about to be 30. And, I, you know, 30 in the rap game, mm, not looking good. You get what I'm saying as far as age. So, I get it. So I feel like in if he should have definitely talked to you. But at the end of the day, y'all don't even have, y'all don't even seem like y'all got that type of relationship that y'all tell each other everything. You get what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's just very one sided nobody. You tell me everything. But I ain't gotta tell you everything. That's what it just looks like. But I believe they get over. They're always fighting and getting back together, child. I cannot with them. Um Love and Hip Hop, New York. Nothing really I really wanted to talk about it. was a kind of boring. Sydney Star, like I said, getting on my nerves. Mariah Lynn, she doing her due, di- due diligence in, in this drama making. Because what I tell you, when she was up at that dang meeting with with uh, Rich and and uh, Sydney Star, that shit was funny as hell. She was like, oh, but you still want to see me? I'm like, oh, Lord, child. And then else uh, Yandy. Well, they're actually going on a trip next episode. And apparently... Yandy gets told that Campbella and Mariah Lynn has been, have been saying that you've been trying to be with this uh, uh, adopt this girl for clout. So, and they all are in the trip so I can't wait to see how that turns out. I'll probably talk about that. But other than that this the episode was, a couple episodes that, was, that has been shown is crap. It's nothing. Nothing really much to talk about. Speaking of Yandy though, Yandy was into uh, she basically was in a protest recently to for the inmates in Brooklyn that you know the heat went off the heat went off and you know they're in the cold and not really feeding them like that. I'm like yo, and then she got maced and everything. I'm like I feel like Yandy is really coming to the point of her life where she's doing things for the cause now. D- do I think that it's clout? I mean, maybe she's using the clout for you know for outreach or something like that. Maybe not for her own gain, but for just you know, whatever cause she's trying to promote. So I don't think that it's clout just because you're not doing it. You get what I'm saying? You I mean I'm just saying, like, okay, Mariah Lynn, like you want to sit there and say that she's clout basing because she's trying to get an adopted child, but you using the system, why don't you adopt a child? You get what I'm saying. If it's such a clout thing, like no, I really feel like that was one of her interns, and she seen that there was an issue, and she wanted to intervene. I don't have a problem with that. That's. I feel like that's the most realest thing that Yandy has done since I've been watching this show. To be honest with you, and you know, with this whole protesting thing, she doing it because of her dude in jail, and she need to make sure her dude is fine. She need to make sure Mendeecees is alright. So cut that, cut that beef. Eat some chicken instead. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into some who I got a couple of who to talk about now. Now, Niam Neeson, the actor, says that he called someone a black bastard while he was trying to find um, his friend's uh, rapist. Now, Neam Leeson told a story about his hunt for revenge decades ago against a black bastard, that's what he said, who raped his friend. The actor. Uh, he talked about this on a podcast and it got a little bit of backlash because we're saying that, you know, it's kind of like out of context to call somebody a black bastard. And it's just like, it made people think that they're like, are you racist? Are you like. Because, like, it's like, okay, we get that your friend went through that, but now you stop stopping frisking black people now? Like, come on, you're not even the cops. So it's like, it, it looks bad. And he got on the GMA saying that he's not racist. Mm, now you're questionable. Two, <laughs> child. Anyway, another who child of mine just recently this week, Just Hilarious, claps back at a criticism by calling someone the F-word. Now, they about to kill another career, let me tell you. So basically, someone has been commenting on her comments saying that, yo, like this one person just been commenting and commenting like some negative stuff about her. Because she always comments on the Shade Room post. And she was like, dang, does comment on the shave room 24-7 keep the lights on? And then she was like, Yeah, it does, or something around that calling him the calling him the F-word. And I'm just like, girl, you know all that's happening, people that is that is have some old tweets resurface. People that said certain things about why do y'all still messing with the LGBT community? I'm like, y'all really trying to kill y'all careers? I mean, are you? Are you? Are you? I can't, but then she apologized, and I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, you had to do that, because, you, you know, she said, yeah, she had to make sure, like, oh, yeah, because, you know, 70% of my following is gay people. I'm like, yeah, okay. hmm And? And? <laughs> like, girl, like, I always knew you was kind of um, discriminative, but, uh, girl, do better. You don't let people get you. You don't let people get under your skin like that. Like especially if you're at a higher power where you can just sit there and just block them or just ignore them. If I was a famous person, I wouldn't care what no one said. Talk about me, please. I want someone to give me some clout. That gives you. That's the best clout in the world when people talk about you. But anyway, that's it for who Charles. Not that much today. You know, just do better. This episode, that's it with this. That's it for this episode, actually. Until next time, I'm your host, Darren G, and this is the Darren Green Show signing out. What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Darren Green, and you're listening to the Darren Green Show. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to me on iTunes. If you don't have a iTunes, listen to me on Google Play, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and also be sure to follow my Instagram page to keep up with this team. That is TDGS Official. The information will be in the description below.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How do you keep your family healthy this season when it feels like everyone around you is getting sick? I use Sambacol. It's drug-free and scientifically tested to help support your immunity. Sambacol has the power of black elderberry in every purple bottle. It comes in tablets, syrup, chewables, or my kids' favorite, the great-tasting gummies. So this cold and flu season, support your family's immunity with Sambacol Black Elderberry. It's the only one I trust for my family. And best of all, my kids love it, too.